to Decoding Debbie, episode 18. I am Brandon Hay, and you can find me at HayB3, and we are brought to you by the IDP guys, and this week we're going to go over some more spring games and what players really stood out, reactions, and then also give some college IDP players. Uh, first, though, there was a, a quick transfer from LSU, Corey Kiner. Uh, who was a top 10 running back in the 2021 class, top 160 prospect uh, four-star. He had 79 carries for 324 yards and two touchdowns last year, and he has transferred out from LSU and quickly uh, made the decision to go back to his home state of Ohio, to Cincinnati. And I really like this uh, spot for him. You know, a lot of people have been chiming in in the Debbie community saying they like this. There really wasn't a, um, a returning back that was the clear-cut starter. So he can, um, you know, go in and hopefully win that job. And the Cincinnati running game has been very good the past four years. And it should provide, uh, you know, a good production for him to get back on the Debbie radar to um, make his way to uh, get his stock up to hopefully get um, up in the – uh, NFL draft in uh, a couple years. So last year, um, Jerome Ford had 1,300 rush yards, and then the COVID shortened year in 2020, Ford and Dotes in 10 games uh, rushed for over 1,150 yards. And then in 2019, Michael Warren had 1,265 rush yards. And in 2018, uh, Michael Warren had over 1,300 rush yards. So you see there's a good production there at Cincinnati, breaking in a new quarterback now that uh, uh, Ritter is going to the NFL. Um, they're going to like to run the ball. So I think this is a good spot for Corey Kiner um, and someone that, uh, you know, and somewhere where he can uh, get, get back to what people thought he could do uh, at LSU. So now to go into some of the spring games, the first one, uh, we'll go over is Nebraska. I'm going to be honest, the spring game was pretty boring. Um, there isn't a ton to go over, but they have a new offensive coordinator in Mark Whipple. Uh, Casey Thompson transferred in from Texas, and Adrian Martinez is no longer there. Um, he only played a few series, but I think uh, he looked good, um, quick decisions. I think he's going to make that offense look better this coming year. Um, not, not much from the receivers. Um, A.J. Rawlings is a tight end that looked impressive with some nice catches. And with um, Thomas Padone, um, the talented freshman, came in last year towards ACL, uh, has another injury that looks like he'll be out again. So A.J. Rawlings is one to look for on that offense. And then the uh, running back, Gabe Irvin, was out. But Anthony Grant transferred from FSU. Uh, he's good in space. You know, he's quick uh, with cuts, and he showed that. Um, even though the spring game was kind of a two-hand touch type of thing, uh, on one long touchdown run where he broke in and then broke back out, uh, no one touched him at all for, you know, a 50 or 60-yard touchdown. So I think he could be explosive in this offense um, with Casey Thompson. So that's something to um, look at. But the defense really played well um, throughout. Like I said, it was boring. The, they tried to run the ball quite a bit trying to build up those those lines, but the defense uh, looked look pretty good. Uh, Garrett Nelson was constantly in the backfield, number 44, um, causing pressure, 
Um, Jamari Butler also was was getting in the backfield. They were causing a lot of trouble for the first and second the offense. And those two should pair well with um, Caleb Tanner, who is going to be a senior this year. So the Nebraska defense should look a lot better. And if you're in any IDP leagues, those are a few names to look at for either in college fantasy or for Debbie. The next one is, that I'm going to talk about is the Florida Gators. Um, with new coach Billy Napier, he moved the spring game to a Thursday night um, because he wanted to have the students there because during the Easter weekend he uh, thought they would leave. Um, and there's some exciting play in this game. Um, Anthony Richardson looks to be the, the guy in this offense. He looked decisive and accurate, whereas last year when he played, he looked more like a very talented athlete that you know was just throwing the ball, kind of running around throwing the ball, where he looked more like a quarterback. Um, I know at least at one point he was 12 of 14 for a couple touchdowns. Um, they didn't really have him run that much, but that obviously is a part of his game, and they just need to keep him healthy because by far he looked looked the best there. Um, he was accurate. You know, he had zip on his passes over the middle. Jack Miller was the second-string quarterback. He's the transfer from Ohio State. Um, I was a little bit surprised he went to Florida because it's not looking like he's going to start. I thought he would go somewhere where he would be guaranteed a starting spot. So I thought he started off pretty well, but he kind of got worse as the – um, game went. He, um, you know, he had a very bad interception in the end zone, um, threw in the triple coverage, and then just didn't look good. Kind of after that, um, Montreal Johnson uh, was a freshman last year. Looked very good at Louisiana. He followed Billy Napier to Florida. He played on both both sides, the blue and the orange, and I thought he looked the most impressive. And I think. Uh, Although they are going to share the backfield there, I think eventually he'll he'll be the leader of that backfield. Um, he looked the, the strongest to run through tackles, scored a couple touchdowns, and obviously he has um, knowledge of the offense that Billy Napier is bringing over. And since he was playing on both squads, I think that's another positive that they trust him and, and want to get him in the game. Um, Lingard, uh, you know, started off as a – as the first running back, but then went out because of some injuries. And then Demarcus Bowman, uh, the talented player, transfer from Clemson. Um, I thought he did not look very, very good. Um, and he did have a fumble, didn't show very much first, and um, was really, it was really hard for him to break tackles through there. Um, but part of that, too, I think, is the Florida defense looked a lot better, especially against the run. And then also in this offense, I think tight ends are going to be more involved. And they're talking through the um, broadcast that uh, Napier really liked Dante Zanders, who um, was a defensive lineman, but is switching positions to tight end. He sits five two sixty one, very athletic. Had um, had some nice catches and some runs after the catch in this game. Said he could be in the position, has a couple more years at Florida, so he could be someone to watch out for. And another tight end, Keon Zipper, uh, had a couple nice catches in this game. They have a lot of tight ends that they're trying to work through at Florida. They were talking over on the broadcast. So it'll be interesting um, with that. And then uh, just to see what wide receivers really uh, break through. Um, but it looks like they could spread the ball around. Anthony Richardson with his running capabilities will open up that offense. And then on the defense for Florida, you would expect it just to be better. 
on the defensive line, Tyreek Sapp and Jerron Dexter on the um, looked very good in this game. Uh, Dexter is just a big body, and he was quick to the ball. And then at linebacker, Brennan Cox Jr. Uh, looks to be very involved. So those are some names to look at on defense. So now to keep on with the, in the state of Florida, Miami, another um, another team with new coaching staff, uh, Mario Cristobal. It's a new coach. They brought in the uh, offensive coordinator, um, Gannis, uh, from Michigan. And um, there's some good things on that offense. Uh, the tight end, Will Mowry, was not in the um, play in the spring game, but they mentioned on the broadcast that uh, Gaddis has said that he looks the most impressive on the offense. Um, Tyler Van Dyke um, was the starter. Um, he kind of carried over from last year. He looked good and decisive on the, in the offense. Um, and one receiver that I was very impressed with was Xavier Restrepo, which I think last year in the spring game he looked good also. But he was making uh, nice catches all over the field, and with them losing a couple of receivers um, to graduation, uh, I think he could be very involved. And then they also um, had Jaleel Skinner in there at tight end. Uh, since Mallory was out, uh, they were able to pry him away from Alabama, and he looks very athletic and had some nice catches, but he will need to bulk up because he looks kind of small, um, especially when he's in line there. So I would expect them to you know, maybe use him in some two tight end sets, um, put him in the slot, or just get him out in space, but another good athlete. And then another transfer, Henry Parrish from Ole Miss. Um, he was the first running back to get some time. I know Miami was missing a couple guys. He got the first look, and he looked very good. He looked um, had a nice burst, uh, really good out of the backfield, caught a few passes, and um, looked very comfortable with Tyler Van Dyke. He also got a goal line carry touchdown, which was very nice because that was kind of the thing that was keeping him back in Ole Miss, not really breaking through tackles um, through the line. So if he could run between the tackles, it would only help him. And then, uh, like at Michigan, uh, Gaddis likes to use multiple running backs. So uh, Thaddeus Franklin will be the bruiser type back. And, uh, you know, he had some nice runs too. Um, even though he missed out on getting the um, in, in an end zone, and that's how Henry Parrish got that short touchdown. Um, on the defensive side, they're interviewing Ed Reed a lot. So he uh, talked up linebacker Corey Flagg, saying that you know he's look, been looking really good. So he's someone to look out for because you know Ed Reed should have that uh, that eye for you know the defensive talent. And during the game, uh, Gilbert Frierson made plays from the edge all day, chasing down the quarterback or making plays on the run. And then also James Williams is a safety that should play very good uh, run support. So it looks like Miami really wants to um, control those two lines, and they're running the ball quite a bit. But Tyler Van Dyke did look good on, on his throws, and I would like to see how he really develops um, because this, you know, since Gas become a offensive coordinator, this will be his best quarterback, you know, since taking over at Michigan, it looks like. So um, it'll be interesting if he can um, kind of expand the offense more, be a little bit more of a dynamic passing game. So we're going to finish out with um, two of the teams that should compete for uh, the playoff this year in Ohio State. In Georgia, first Ohio State. Um, you know, a lot of it on offense, you knew it was going to be good. You know, um, 
I think C.J. Stroud looked very poised in the pocket, looked accurate. Um, you know, he was he was looking uh, at Jackson Smith and Jigba for a touchdown. They even had a couple of read options where he ran ran those. And I think if he can do that more this year, it would just open up this offense. Trayvon Henderson's obviously uh, there, but I think a player that uh, came in with him last year, Evan Pryor, um, looks like they were talking him up and that he should get more work. He showed great burst, and he, he's uh, slowing out of the backfield. That uh, looks dynamic. He had a nice, um, as I said, burst and shift, speed and shiftiness for a touchdown in this game. So, it, um, And also, Mayan Williams looked good in this game. So Travion will obviously be the lead back, but they should be able to use Pryor more, maybe even use both in the game and put Pryor um, out in the slot or something. So it looks like they won't have to kind of wear down Travion and kind of spell him. And um, it's just, you know, an embarrassment of riches. Ohio State's offense with Evan Pryor. And then um, and Buka looked good, too, him. And Jackson Smith and Jigba and Marvin Harrison, all three are going to um, get defenses uh, a lot of trouble, um, spread them out. And then also um, they did lose Jeremy Ruckert for, to the draft this year. And they don't normally use uh, tight ends a lot, but converted wide receiver G. Scott did have a couple nice catches, um, you know, was mostly just sitting down in the zone and just catching it and, and be able to break a few tackles for some yards. And then also Joe Royer, a redshirt sophomore, I believe, looked um, very good. And they had some other um, talented tight ends in that room. So they have plenty of options for C.J. Stroud um, to kind of, you know, look good and everything. And uh, Devin Brown also um, looked pretty good in here in the spring game. Obviously, Stroud will be the starter, but he had some nice decisive passes, um, moved around pretty well. So I think that was a good start for the freshman there. Defense, so, uh, you know, Buckeye fans know it was not very good last year. So they got um, a new defensive coordinator from Oklahoma State. And Knowles is going to run a base 4 5 where they kind of have, um, you know, a player that plays kind of like center field. And that should be uh, Josh Proctor for the Buckeyes. Uh, when he went out last year, uh, the defense really struggled. So having him back there, he's, they were mentioning on the telecast that he believes he's about 85%. So he should be fully back by the season. Um, he'll kind of control that defensive backfield. And another player that they um, that had a nice sack and looked impressive is Jack Sawyer, number 33. Uh, he should have a step up this year and be able to bring more pressure. Um, another player that really stood out in the game is Kai Stokes. He had a couple nice breakups in the game and transfer from Arizona State, Diamante Turnam. Uh, he was running back. They're moving into linebacker, and he also had a nice breakup. So the offense really controlled this game. Um, new defense being put in, but this offense should be uh, very explosive, and I think – Obviously, Jackson Smith and Jigwell will be one of the best wide receivers in the country. But I think Marvin Harrison is also going to um, get a lot of, of looks this year. And then, you know, all the other talented wide receivers, including Mbuka, will, um, you know, show in this offense. I think with the, um, you know, emergence of Evan Pryor, it helps with the running game because I think Ohio State should have seen – um, when the weather gets bad, like against Michigan and even against Oregon, they're going to need to be able to run the ball to kind of protect the defense until it can totally 
um, get up to to um, where they need it to be to be attacking and be able to stop the run and be able to control the pass and not allow all those points. So we saw against Oregon, Michigan, um, and even in the bowl game against Utah, they had trouble tackling and they had trouble stopping people, um, not only through the run, but all, also through the pass. So that should uh, be improved. So lastly is Georgia. Um, it looks like Stetson Bennett is you know, still running with the ones. He's still going to be that the main guy, kind of. You know, they have so much talent all over the field. And he makes the right plays, doesn't make bad decisions. Um, he made so many plays against Bama last year in the championship to really, um, you know, win that one. So I think he'll get to keep the job. I will say Carson Beck had it look very good. He uh, his one of his first throws was a sixty-yard bomb to um, to the wide receiver down the field. I don't exactly remember who it was. I think it might have been Arian Smith, uh, but it was perfect. And he looked very good on the move and everything. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, if Carson Beck does not win the job, if he'll wait because he should take over next year, or if he'll try to transfer out somewhere where he can start right away. Um, running backs, they still have all those running backs. Um, they're still loaded. They did lose James Cook and Zamir White to the draft, but it looks uh, like McIntosh will take over that receiving back role. He had a nice uh, wheel route in this game, um, nice catch. And, you know, he, he uh, kind of like James Cook, he is still using the running game. Uh, Kendall Milton looks healthy and looks very good. Um, it looks like he will uh, be involved in the receiving game also. Uh, he had a nice catch out of the backfield, um, you know, caught it, was off balance, broke a tackle and ran for a touchdown. He had some nice jump cuts through the um, through the line. He looked very good. So he'll look to be like the lead back, I would think. And then Dajan Dejan Edwards also looked good. Uh, he had a couple nice TD runs, so it looks like another uh, nice um, backfield, but a crowded one where you know the ceiling will be limited for these players, fancy wise. But um, based on the running bats, I would still take Kendall Milton as the Debbie player you would want. Uh, Branson Robinson will be getting there in the fall, but with this crowded backfield, I, I don't know how much he'll, you'll actually see. But he's another player to keep an eye on because. He looks physically gifted and should, um, if he doesn't get run this year, obviously next year will be featured. Um, and tight ends, um, Brock Bowers did not play in the spring game, but Eric Gilbert did. They still want him to lose some weight, but um, he was targeted quite a bit. You know, had two nice touchdowns where um, Stetson Bennett threw it up high and he was able to get it. So once he's continuing to try to lose weight to get back into shape, but with Bowers, with Gilbert, and then they also had a four-star tight end this year that they were able to get named Oscar Delp, and he's another athletic weapon. Um, he showed very nice hands um, catching the ball. He had seven catches for 91 yards in the spring game, uh, and also after the catch, he looked very good. So they had you know those three tight ends, and then Darnell Washington is still there. There's questions about if he'll transfer but they have all, all these um, tight ends. And then they have, um, you know, wide receivers that looked very good in this, in this spring game. Didn't do a ton with that. One player that I really liked last year as a freshman was Jackson Meeks. He didn't do much but uh, last year, but he had a very nice sideline catch over a defender and a couple others. So he's kind of buried on the depth chart, but I do like him for maybe, you know, um, next year. 
And then the defense, um, they're kind of talking about that. And the Nets, two guys up on the defensive line since Georgia's lost all that talent, will be uh, Zion Logie and Jalen Carter. So those are a couple guys to look out for at Georgia, um, you know, this coming year to kind of step up with that defense. Uh, they talked about this on the broadcast, but also just seeing it. The defense didn't look as dominant, especially on in the um, secondary. So the offense might need to carry it more now. Um, we'll see if defense was probably missing a couple players in spring game, but it might not be as dominant this year. So they the offense might need to be a little more dynamic, but they do have the weapons um, in the backfield, out wide, and obviously they could go three or four deep at tight end. Um with all the talent and create matchup nightmares. So those are all the spring games um, I went through. So uh, I just wanted to plug for this next coming week. Um, I will have a, a special guest and we will go over our rookie ranks. So I'll release those um, in preparation for the rookie draft next week. So uh, make sure to tune in for that. And um, so I'm Brandon Hay at Havy3. This is Decoding Debbie. I'm brought to you by the IDP guys and make sure to uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the uh, website. We have tons of great articles, um, ADP, um, you know, uh, different ways you can customize so you can see how your leads are kind of done, you know, with IDP. And also, if, even if you don't subscribe, uh, make sure to look at the links for the Rookie Magazine because there's tons of great profiles. I did about 10 or 12 in there. Um, offensive, defensive players, so it's uh, great for the for any of your leads, even if you're not IDP for your dynasty rookie drafts, because those will be coming up since the rookie draft um, is coming up uh, next week. So um, thanks for uh, tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>